People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning And pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. What's up, folks? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. Hey, I want to start off this show by telling you about some of our new sponsors. Global Net Insurance Agency. Mr. Dusty Lewis over in Eastman, Georgia. You can reach him right now at 478 374 seven nine seven seven this is who i got insurance with folks mr dusty has took care of me for an extremely long time uh even when i'm late on my insurance son i can message him on facebook he always takes care of me and his staff there are just awesome over at global net so please do me a favor y'all reach out to him now and tell them that i sent you here's another new one for y'all Lori's dive in she feeds me quite regularly she's over in alamo georgia she has brought me everything from this amazing chicken salad to these Philly cheesesteaks. Dude, they're, I'm telling you, they're just really, really good. Uh, full menu on site. They cater. They do carry out. Just really cool family atmosphere. Every time I've been there or they've brought me stuff, uh, you just can't beat it. And the price is really good. And Miss Lori is just awesome. Uh, thank you all for becoming a sponsor on the show. I'm always excited when somebody that I went to school with turns out to be successful and is doing well for themselves. Shout out to Mr. Dustin Smith, Dr. Dustin Smith, and owner of Middle Georgia Total Health Center. He's my chiropractor. Uh, I'm always standing up tall. I'm always feeling good, and it's because of this guy. He's got an office in Eastman at 285 Plaza Ave. And uh, he also has a location at 126 North 2nd Street in Cochrane. You can call his Eastman office at 478-6011 or the Cochrane office at 478-934-8801. Look them up on Facebook at Middle Georgia Total Health or email them. MidGATotalHealth at gmail.com. Go check out Dr. Smith and all of his staff. Uh, he's going to get you feeling right. You're not going to be disappointed to go get Mr. Smith's hands on you. I told y'all the other day about my guy over at Oxley Performance Computers. Matt Oxley has took care of all of our computer needs. He's got me set up with a whole new PC. Uh, my soundboard, my everything is running way better. Uh, I did not know how bad off I was just getting something from Best Buy. This dude has hooked me up to where my laptop's better, my desktop's better, everything that I needed, he hooked me up with, and he did it for a damn good price. Y'all go check out Matt Oxley at Oxley Performance Computers at 
And here's his website at oxleypc.com. That's where you can find him at on Facebook as well. Go look my dude up and tell him to hook you up. I told y'all we had several new sponsors on the show. And right here is the last one. So y'all hold tight and then we're going to roll into the show. This one right here is why I've been looking so damn good though. Miss Reagan. Reagan Rise Fitness. She helps men and women lose fat and build muscle. She customized nutrition and training plans. Workouts can be done in the gym or at home. She has hooked me up, told me what to eat, told me how much to eat, and also gave me a workout plan that doesn't hurt my body. You can find her at Facebook at Reagan, that's R-A-E-G-A-N, last name M-I-L-H-O-L-E-N, and her IG R-A-E-G-A-N-A-R-I-S-E Fitness. Go check her out. Tell her I sent you. And last but not least, and I'm very excited to tell y'all about this lady, uh, Miss Jessica Wolf over at Lovely Lotus. Lovely Lotus is probably about to start making all of our shirts, hats, cups, pins, etc., 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 uh, you can get in touch with her through any of her social media. Just look up Lovely Lotus. She made a bunch of stuff for me, uh, a couple sample things or whatever, because we've had problems getting uh, the merchandise and the stuff that we wanted. And I'm telling y'all, just go to my Facebook and look up Jessica Wolf and Lovely Lotus. Uh, check her out now because the stuff that she sent me, jam up. I absolutely love it. And uh, from now on, I imagine this lovely young lady is going to be the person that's doing our gear so check her out jessica wolf lovely lotus now let's see who today's guests are what's up folks with me today i got a guy uh as y'all know i'm a fucking asshole uh and there's not many people that like i try to remain friends with after the show or whatever and me and this guy ain't got to hang out yet but we're going to because this is one of the dudes i think is genuine i think he's cool as hell his videos actually make me laugh uh Mr. John Michael Stewart. How you doing, brother? What's going on, my man? I'm just out here living the dream, trying to stay cool. Man, let me tell you, I don't ever get jealous. When I saw you and stupid old Nunley together <laughs> the other day, I was like, you know what? I got to start being nicer to people, so I'll get invited to shit. <laughs> hey, man, I was down there at the beach, and I got to thinking, I was like, I know there's, I know there's got to be somebody near me down here. Turns out he lives like an hour from where I was at, and as soon as I texted him, he was like, man, come over come right now and I just, I just knew it was gonna be great so i've been down that way twice and i just literally stuff goes in one ear and out the other with me i've mm. called him two times now that i've been at four bama and another place and he was like josh i've told you i'm nowhere fucking close to those places <laughs> like, <laughs> i guess i think the, the gulf right there i think is everything's connected i don't realize how yeah. spaced out it is and uh, he's got to think like i'm just the biggest dumbass ever but <laughs> I, I can't keep up with it. I'll tell you, my man, I, the Gulf is like a 30-hour stretch right there. The amount of people that you can run into when you leave South Arkansas to get to Florida when I was on that trip was crazy. So I didn't really tell anybody I was going on this trip but him because I just I just thought of him because he's always on my For You page. And, man, by the time I got back, people were like, did you go to Florida to see Justin? <laughs> yeah. I, was like, well, I was like, well, I was in Florida, and I just happened to go see Justin. They were like, you know you passed our house, right? I'm like, damn, did I? They were like, yeah, like, 
you passed the exit three miles from my house. You could have swung by on my house. I'm like, man, that's on me, my bad. And and I'll say that I'll go back and remember to see him next time I'm down that way, but I never will. I'll just completely space. Dude, you ain't the only one. I, I promise you. Uh, Miss Ophelia, I imagine you know who she is. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Ophelia and me did a show not long ago, uh, right before, uh, probably about a month before her son passed away. And um, we were down at Floribama doing some shows with my buddy Dustin Heron, who plays at Floribama a lot. And anyway, I was supposed to call her the entire time I was there. I sent her one text message and was like, hey, we're going to be there tomorrow because she wanted to meet up, get drinks and dinner. Um, I did too. There were some other folks with us from social media and everything, and everybody wanted to meet Miss O. Um, and so we're like, okay, we'll set it up or whatever. Ended up getting drunk for four or five days straight texted her one time same thing i do with everybody i think if i text you one time and you don't respond because i get in my head so bad about shit it's like they're either too busy or something going on but then i look at my phone and it's like josh you got 170 unopened text messages oh i'm telling you same way with me and it it gets away from me yeah it does you i mean it's it's bad dude i'm telling you i got friends that like They'll text me and be like, hey, are we still on for Saturday? And they'll text me like, on a Tuesday today. I'll text them back Saturday morning, yes. And that's it. And I'll just have hoped they hadn't planned anything else after <laughs> the whole entire time. I, I I get bad with that, too. So, like, me and me and Nunnally, uh talking about him, we're going up to Bristol to the NASCAR track. He invited me to come up there with yeah. him. And I'm talking about, we had a conversation the other day. He was like, hey, do you want to go to Bristol? I said, yes. Just texting me. He's like, okay. And that's all it was. But that, that was our whole conversation. The next time I talked to him, he's like, uh, well, here's where you're going to be staying. Here's what time you got to be there. Oh, this man had planned me a whole entire itinerary just off me sending one single word. Yes. He was like, all right, don't you worry about shit. I don't remember which one he invited me to. He uh, probably about a month ago, he invited me out somewhere. I can't remember uh, to one of the racetracks. I'm not the biggest NASCAR guy. But I, I want to go just to just to hang out, I guess, like just to experience. Me too, it. man. I'm just I'm not like y'all in the way that uh y'all's videos y'all make everybody laugh, y'all have a good time with y'all funny. I'm an asshole, and it's hard to make an <laughs> asshole be funny sometimes. Like in this world that I live in, with the podcast, country music, and being around songwriters and everything like musicians, I'm fine with it. I'm good with it. But you get around folks yeah. that are funnier than you. It's just like, well, shit, not everything I say is going to be funny today. And I'll tell you what, man, talking about that right there, you would be surprised at the amount of people that just do not like me and like people like us. Like, they just hate it. Like, hate it. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I I work, but I mean, I I just tell jokes on the internet. They're like, that's not a real job. I'm like, my man. My bank account says different, bro. It is a full-time job, okay? And they're like, no, that's stupid. My eight-year-old kid does that. I'm like, there's a difference between me and your eight-year-old kid that's uploading TikToks. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. And it, I, I don't get why people, like, in my hometown, uh, I don't live in my hometown. I live in the town over. That's where my studio is set yeah. up and everything and all this kind of stuff. And you get some hating-ass people, dude. And I swear it's the folks oh, from your hometown yeah, sure. that never – like, I ain't got nothing against somebody working a nine-to-five. Most of the jokes that you make with your videos is people working a full-time hard job. You've worked manual labor, obviously, before. I've worked manual labor before. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever go back to working manual labor. 
So I'm going to do what I got to do and post what I got to post to keep my show going up. And if some people in your hometown want to make fun of you or laugh at you, I think they're probably the most jealous of you, though. Got that right. Man, I I did six and a half straight years on the road. Every single job site I was on for those six and a half years was farther than 12 hours away from my house. Like, I was out there seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Now, after the social media stuff's kicked off, if I want to work close to home, I can't. I don't have to drive 22 hours to go work an 80-hour work week. I can stay home and work whatever close job there is. I don't have to worry about going out there and killing myself. I can come home every night, and it's great. It's great, and people hate me for it. They absolutely hate it. Are you uh, Are you still working? Are you just, Are you full-time with social media stuff? So I am 100% full-time social media, but every now and then, like if somebody needs my help, like one of my buddies, I got a couple of buddies that own companies, and uh, some local stuff goes on. If somebody wants me to come out and just fuck around on a job site for like, I don't know, four or five days a week or two or three week job real quick, I'll go out there because yeah. I have fun out there. You know, a, a lot of people are out there because, you know, we got to be out here. We got to get this job done. Got to pay these bills. I'm, all, I'm out there just have a good time. Crack some jokes, get some shit done, have fun with the boys. You so know, what, it's fun for me. So what you're saying is you take the cupcake jobs and you leave the hard shit Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like. Like I, I hired in my last job as a welder. I don't I don't know why. I they were like, Well, can you weld? I was like, Well shit, yeah, I mean I can. I, I don't want to, but I will if you just don't have anything else for me to do. They're like, We'll just get you to do really easy stuff, okay? I was like, All right, man, like forty five minutes later after we had that easy stuff conversation, I was in a genie boom, hundred and thirty two foot up in the air, welding some shit on the staircase. I was like and I called my buddy, I was like, Man, we need to have a discussion about what you consider easy stuff. Because this shit has gotten out of hand. And it's like the first day. He was like, he was like, well, man, there ain't nobody else here can fucking weld. And I was like, I got to walk on the staircase. I know you can weld. I'd just rather you do it real quick. I'm like, all right. But after this one, after this one, I'm on the ground fire watching, man. He was like, I'm not doing this dumb shit no more. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you, man. Have uh, what else is new with you as far as like? Uh, I think I've seen uh, you bought a fucking sweet ass. Uh, what is that thing called? Uh, oh, a, the car a, station wagon. I don't know why. I oh, the station, station wagon. wagon. That yeah, station yeah, yeah. wagon is nasty to me. Heck yeah! So it's a 1991 Ford Country Squire Ultimate Edition. This is a 1991 with heated seats. Uh, the back has a massaging section. Oh, it's insane. Everything's electric. It has an uh, ashtray and cigarette lighter in every door. Two couches in the very back. Seats 13. And when I bought it, it had some 22s on it and a blown-up engine. It was terrible. Now it's got about a 580-horsepower LS swap and some, you know, a trans brake and some other things going on. But uh, I love the car. It's great. Oh, dude, it looks nasty. What uh, what uh, kind of sponsorship or business opportunities have you got since last time we talked? Oh, man. So I've been really doing this whole social media marketing thing pretty hard. And I, I messed around and I went to a truck show about July 4th time frame, something like that. And I seen this truck and it was freaking awesome. One of those hydraulic, any level lifted trucks. Uh, by the touch of a button, it'll go plus 13 inches, minus two inches on suspension. It's crazy. I got thinking, I was like, well, maybe I should build a show truck. And that just exploded. I started following people on Instagram and talking to people about, you know, just dumb shit. Dumb shit. I'm like, hey, can I come to a truck show with y'all? And they're like, can you come? 
we're gonna put you in the front, son. Let's do this. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, this is cool. Somehow or another, I messed around and got involved with Zach Pennick and Lacey Blair down in Texas. And I'm, I guess I'm building an any level show truck and going to SEMA this year. I mean, that's probably like the biggest, craziest thing I've had having the last couple months. And the people you got hooked up in Texas, they're a big ass deal, though, right? Oh, heck yeah. She is like, I feel like when you think of a truck girl, like the girl in the truck community, it's her. It's like Lacey Blair. And then obviously Zach Panic, he builds a shit ton of show trucks. I don't know anybody around the area that's bigger than he is for sure. Oh, hold on. Justin Danger just sent me a message. Hold on. Oh, oh my. He knows his ears are burning, man. I'm telling you. I t- well, I tagged you and him and something right before, like as we were yeah. coming on, I was making the video. And it, and I was just like, hey, if you want some free stuff, make sure you go subscribe to the show, download each episode and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and yeah. then at the very end of it, I said you were I said you were gonna be on the show today. But then I put uh and listen, you know who didn't want to do the show today? <laughs> Justin Dudley. So I want to hear what this is. I'm scared to see what it is. He's such a piece of shit. Uh <laughs> guy. So he uh he he's mad. He's he's a little salty. Um, oh. I wanted I wanted to get both of y'all on at the same time, but just everybody's schedule. Uh, oh yeah, you know it's uh, I don't I like also too. I appreciate like you say another day like you gotta you gotta double text me or whatever. I oh, know, you gotta blow my shit up. I know how to. busy everybody is. Like everybody thinks that all of us all we do is sit in our house all day scratching our ass coming up. Hmm, let me and make it, a one minute crazy. video. It's crazy because it's like. So all my buddies, everybody I know, a lot of people that know that I do this 99% of the time, my day and week and whatnot, they'll text me and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm uh, working on some social media stuff. They're like, oh, well, you want to go play golf? I'm like, no, I, I, I can't go play golf right now. They're like, well, you can just do it later. I'm like, no, man, I got, I got like seven emails I need to write, four or five people I need to call. I was like, I got a shit ton of editing to do. I was like, this whole make a video thing doesn't last 30 minutes a day. It's no. a whole whole full day, every day kind of thing. And then a lot of people don't understand if you're going to do social media, any type of social media, it doesn't stop at like 3 or 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening. Social media is always live. It'd be 9.30 at night, somebody important will comment on one of my videos or an idea pop in your head. You got to tackle it right then or you're not going to remember to do it the next day. Yeah, uh, they just don't know what goes into it. And I can like, I think I told you this on the first show that me and you did together. I love the fact you used a big mouth filter because back when I oh, first yeah. started on the stuff, when I was bearded bastard, I did. But this was like, you would have never saw it. Most folks wouldn't have ever seen it. It's what blew me up and got me a job in radio. Mm-hmm. When you have to do that back and forth conversation shit. That's time. It takes time. Ooh, a lot you, of time. And you got to get the timing right. You got to get everything just perfect with it. I can That's imagine right. it. Because the most I probably ever did with the video back in the day was maybe a minute. Maybe yeah. a minute. You go deep sometimes, and it's full-blown, in-depth conversations. I'll do like a – it's very normal for me to do like a five- to eight-minute, four- or five-different-character conversation video with a bunch of shit going on one time. Man, if I do a video it takes me three minutes, if it's just me in the same setting – it's going to take me like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. You got to get it perfect. You got to. Between when you record it, 
you're going to fuck up like 86 times and you're going to say something wrong. Or you're going to like, ah, I can make that a little bit better. By the time you get it edited and uploaded, fuck, your, your two hours is done. When I do when I do one of those like eight-minute videos, that's half my fucking day right there. That's oh, shot. That's, yeah. that's just out, out the gate. Uh, hey. ju- Justin just said, by the way, for the record, uh, as he's sitting here cussing me out, uh, if you've got time next week or the week after me, you and him are going to do a show together. Let's do it, my man. Yeah. He's- right. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This. So I got a big jacked up F-250 on 26s. Like I, the cream of the cob of the truck, the massaging sheets and all that shit. We, I was over at his house, was talking shit because he just got that new Raptor. And it's yeah. awesome. It's a clean ass truck. Of course He's, he did. Yeah. And uh, well, I, I went to go get something on the back of my truck. Well, I hit the button on my little remote fob and dropped my tailgate down. He's like, oh, that's cute. He dropped his and then pressed it again and it lifted it back up. I was like, that's, that's some shit, son. <laughs> He's good. I was like, that's fucking showing off right there. And then after that, I just knew me and him were going to get along good. I was like, this motherfucker here, boy. Well, I don't know if you've ran into this with people. So, like, with me, I've got such a weird outlook on social media anyway. Like, coming Uh, from radio to this, I have to do a lot of the marketing stuff, the promoting stuff that people used to do for me in radio as far as, like, ads go that run or whatever. I have to do everything to drive people to my show now. Like, that's half my job is to promote my show in one way or another. And there are so many people that I have met throughout this process we're almost 300 shows deep will be in the next before the end of the year 300 shows deep and i will bet you there's such a small amount that are genuinely good people that i could see me playing golf with having a beer just laughing and cutting up that they're not completely consumed with social media like oh, when, yeah. it, when it's off it's off you know like a bunch of us do it for work we do it for fun but when we're around real life people and I hate saying real life people because it's not like the people watching you are fake or anything. Yeah. But, but when you're around like your friends, we don't have to be on lives. We don't have to be. Yeah, we're not do- doing content every second we're together. Yeah, you're enjoying life. Justin's one of those guys that I've probably talked more shit to him and him talked to me since we've done our shows together. He just seems like a genuinely good dude. So do you. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's an awesome dude. I was over there at his house the other day. We made two short videos together, and we talked for like two and a half hours. That's yeah. it. I'm talking about we did our little content, was done with it, bam, done. We just shot the shit, talked shit, you know, had a good old time. But I'll tell you what, though, I, I've ran into a lot of other creators in the wild, you know, going to the same places, events, stuff like that, running into them, seeing them. There really is some folks out there that take this social media shit to the extremes. Yeah. Uh, I met a dude down there in Houston a while back, probably two, three months ago. And he has a big channel on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. He's got some pretty good content. I like it. I follow him. But, man, when I tell you he has two people that follow him around 100% of the time, switching out batteries on GoPros and constantly recording, it is insane. That's why I was like, man, why do you why do you record every single second of every interaction with every single person you're meeting at all these things? He's like, man, you never know when good content is going to come. I was like, yeah, man, but, I mean, you've got, like, nine hours of footage a day at this event we're at. He was like, oh, well, I'm just going to get them to go through it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, nah. man. Yeah, like, I'm, that is insane. Yeah, I'm not paying for that, for one thing. No. But also, too, it, to me, and everybody else might be different, 
it takes away that spontaneous moment. Yeah. Like most of my shit that I come up with that blows up or gets a hundred thousand views or whatever. Cause I don't know what everybody considers viral. Something viral for you having as many followers you do are just in as many followers. He does. And me completely different ballparks. Like I yeah. like, I, but I don't, I don't want TikTok to be my realm. Like I love watching people that it's y'all have blown up off of it and y'all fucking kill it now. Like I said, y'all two are probably my two favorites to actually watch because I know you guys good enough to where you're, you're real. You're a good dude. Yeah. You're a good family man. Both of y'all like you're just a good solid dude. But I my stuff that actually does good is something stupid that is in the moment that I'm like, hold up. Let's do that yeah. again real quick. Same reaction. One take. It's over with. If we look stupid while we do it, we look stupid while we do it. Yeah, or, who cares? Yeah, or if it's like a – because I, I, with us writing music too, one of the things is like you say something in the moment and it's a hook. It's a line or whatever. And like you don't get that back. If you're sit, sitting there and you're constantly pressuring yourself to be on – and that's what I think somebody gets followed around like that is pressured to do whether they know it or not. It's like you have to be on all the time. I yeah. don't want to be on all the time. I want to store it up like a volcano and just erupt. And when it erupts, it's good as hell. That's what I'm saying. Like I got some buddies that do big events and country concerts and stuff like that. And they hang around all these people. And it's like, man, I couldn't do it because they're like full on in character 24-7 for five days straight when they go do something. It's insane to me. I, I got. I'm a. I'm gonna go to a meet and greet or a play or something like that. I'll shake hands, high five, take some shots, have a good fucking time, and shoot the shit with every single person I see. But shit, at the end of the day, I need to take my ass back to the hotel and sleep. I am worn the fuck out. I don't know how some of these people do it. Uh, it's like these uh, country music guys. They get out there on stage. They are busting their ass for like a solid whole set. Like I'm talking about full fucking throttle. Yeah. I could handle two solid hours of just absolute full throttle shit. But anything other than that, I ain't got it in me. I don't know how some of these folks do it. Uh, well, drugs is always an option. Um, <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be. Well, I think because like with a bunch of my buddies that are in music, like if they're doing an acoustic set at a bar, it's going to be four hours. Uh, but you take breaks in between. So it ends up probably yeah. like three fifteen that you actually have to play. Uh, but if you're doing like a real ass show, like a a Hardy or a Wallen or somebody like that, man, yeah. I don't know. Especially, I don't know if you're a Co Wetzel guy or not. I'm a big Co oh, Wetzel I love fan. Co I'm a big Co Wetzel. Co Wetzel puts on a fucking show, and Got from that. start to finish, he's. I mean, he's up, man. I mean, he's. Oh. A, I don't know what's got him up, but damn, he's <laughs> up, boy. Yeah, I don't I'm know how they. Do, I don't know how they do it. I'm telling you, man, it, it's crazy to me because, like, uh, I got some buddies that'll do some wild shit. They'll go, they'll fly to L.A. for like eight hours solid meet and greet, and they'll have lines out the door, and they'll do shit for eight solid hours of the day. I'm talking about no breaks. They might go take a piss if they get a chance. It's insane to me. They'll eat at their booth, never stop meeting people the whole entire day. That shit blows my mind. I'm just hanging out trying to have a good time with folks. You know, when I do a little meet and greet, I don't set up a booth and do all this wild shit and stuff like that. I just show up somewhere, yeah. tell people I'm going to be there, and hang out, you know? Yeah, so we just – we already knew for, like, the past two weeks, two, three weeks, 
Uh, I'm doing an event in Nashville September the 1st, and like there's a company called Extreme Party Bus of Nashville. Oh, They're taking me and like several other folks that you probably know from social media. Hell, if you ain't doing nothing August 1st, come on, or, or September 1st, I'll put you on that bitch with us. But uh, before that, we're doing a, a whole-ass show at Live Oak, which is one of the coolest bars there. Like we're setting up the – uh, sound equipment on stage. They're going to have the logo in the background. Uh, I mean, it's it's a venue where Aaron Lewis, uh, shit, anybody you could think of. Uh, Ashley McBride just played there not long ago. Dylan Carr, like some yeah. badass. Musky Dime Bloodline was there recently. And uh, like we're doing a live show there and all this kind of stuff. And people have like messaged me and they were like, uh, are you are you charging anything for like meet and greets? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. It's not that I get why some people, I guess, do it. But yeah. I would much rather people show up, have a drink with me, talk shit, and just see me. Like, just see yeah. me for who I am. I don't expect anybody to pay to hang out with me. That is That blows my mind that some of these folks expect somebody to pay to hang out with them. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's crazy to me. Like, I've never, ever charged anybody to hang out for a picture, for an autograph, nothing like that, ever. And uh, the only time anybody's ever had to pay to see me I did a meet and greet kind of appearance thing at the firefighters convention in here in Arkansas, like a month ago, had a bunch of people come up there, check me out. Well, to get inside the firefighters convention, you'd had to be a firefighter yeah, or pay like five bucks to get in as a donation for your ticket with whatever. I mean, it's going towards good calls. Yeah. But, and then you get to see the whole entire place that got set up, all kind of shit going on. It wasn't just me. It was $5 getting to the whole event, you know? Yeah, see, that's how I am. I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of charities. No, I, I hate the word charity. I do a yeah. lot of stuff with veteran organizations, yeah. um, or anything that is military related, because that's a huge part of my listening audience and got me to where like I just respect anything that works with mental health too. And sure. anytime I do anything like that or do like these fundraisers or whatever on social media, it's not for me. It's for the the organization. So the, I have been at places before where I just happen to be part of the event that people will pay to get into. But yeah, it, yeah I mean, that's, that's different though. That's you being a good dude and helping, helping the event and helping the organization. I don't. So, so pretty much every event I go to or haven't been invited to that I was able to make it to. I don't think not one single event. I've never gotten a paycheck from any of them ever. Yeah. Like I, I don't like a lot of people think that people like you, me, not only something like we go do these things to get paid to be there. But 99% of the time we aren't benefiting at all from, it. I lose like, money on most of them. Yeah. Like I could make more money sitting in my house, making the content than I could driving 10, 12 hours one way to go hang out for a weekend. Cause at the end of the weekend, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have a big bar tab. I'm going to be eating steak and lobster. I mean, give me an extra side of fucking grilled shrimp, baby. I'm hungry. We're on vacation. It is time to go. And I'm going to stay at a pretty nice fucking hotel. I'm not a Roach Motel guy no more. Uh, Yeah, so I've never been a Roach Motel guy, but let me tell you what has ruined me is yeah. Airbnbs. Airbnbs, I look for them every time with a pool, a hot tub, or a unique oh, yeah. stay or something like that. I'm going to do it. But I'm the same way as you. My bar tab, wherever I go, is going to counteract whatever I'm getting paid or whatever to be there to promote stuff. Because oh, I'm spending all of it. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's what I tell, tell you. I, I've got to do an event. Uh, It's like a motorcycle rally, like in October or some shit. Uh, sure. I, I, I can't remember. And like they quoted, like they asked me what it would cost me to, 
to host it, to like actually be the MC for all the bands, for everything to promote, like the wet t-shirt contest, the burnouts, all this kind of stuff. And I told them what it would cost. And so I get that, but then I was like, you're going to have to include my bar tab in this. If you don't include my (laughs) bar tab in this, I'm doing this for free. Like, yeah. and, and I'm, I don't want to do it for free because it's a four day. It's, a, it's different when it's a one day, one day thing. Yeah. But four days. Be there all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you where I have recently, I have fucked myself. I have become a connoisseur of cigars of sorts. Ooh. And boy. So like a couple of weeks ago, my buddy came over. He had like a 12 or $15 cigar from a place down in Monroe, about an hour from here. I was like, well, let, me, let me get one of those. You got an extra one. You have one. He gave it to me. I smoked. I was like, this is all right. I went down to that cigar lounge next weekend, got me two or three. They were pretty good. I was enjoying this. Fast forward to last week in Panama, I was buying $60 cigars. <laughs> having a great fucking time. So I don't, I don't know where this is going, but I know it ain't nowhere good. Uh, yeah, I've, I don't smoke cigarettes, cigars, or anything. Now, I'll get a cigar. And I try to do that cool shit to where it just looks like I'm puffing on it or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't inhale really. I just, I'm like a jackass wasting money on it. But uh, <laughs> there, there's a place. Uh, it's at the ballpark in Atlanta, and there's a little cigar bar that's there. And somehow I don't remember how it happened. I was drunk when I went in there. I don't meet a stranger when I'm drunk anyway. Oh, but we go in there, and then the owner ends up talking to us or whatever, and um, he's like, "Let me give you one of these cigars." And he's trying to teach me all about it and everything like this. And it wasn't a very expensive one. It was probably one around 60 bucks. Like you said, I don't, I don't think he said it was over a hundred dollars. And, uh, I was like, uh, I'm not paying for this. I'm going to waste it. He's like, it's on the house. It's on the house, but there's no way I wouldn't spend that much on them. I, I, so you're probably fucked. Cause the good ones get expensive. They're like good whiskey. I've already fucked myself. So, I mean, well, it's like this. I got into it a couple weeks ago, and I was just biting the tip off and lighting it up with a fucking big lighter. Yeah. I have evolved into a whole different realm of three different types of cutters. Yeah. A real nice fucking lighter, wood matches. I'm talking about, oh, it's 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 taking on its own life. It, it's getting a little intense. I'm that way with whiskey, dude. And what's bad is everywhere I go, and I appreciate everyone that's about to hear this that listens to the show. Everywhere I go, that's what someone wants to do. They want to have a whiskey drink with me or they want us to take a shot. And I have to tell these folks now, like I didn't spoil myself. I used to be a Jim yeah. Bean guy, Jim Bean guy. And I can't drink it anymore because I started drinking like Blanton's and Eagle Rare and Buffalo Trace and stuff that's more expensive. So, and I'll drink some Crown Roll around here just riding dirt roads and shit. But the more expensive stuff, I realize why people pay for it now. Oh, yeah. and when you realize, like, fuck, I'm really, I'm really messing myself up here. I am, I'm still trailer trash, but I'm, I'm trying to have some champagne taste here, and it ain't, it ain't gonna do well if this money run out. Right, I'm telling you, man. I, so, I like a good whiskey drink. I really like a good mixed drink, like the Crown and Colas. Whenever they came out with those in that four pack. <sighs> I about didn't survive that. <laughs> <laughs> I went off the deep end there for a little while. I was like, this is the best drink. Cause I would like, I'm, I'm buying a 12 pack of PBR when I go to the liquor store. Like I'm drinking the cheapest fucking beer that I can get period. Well, I went from drinking a 12 pack of PBR to trying to down a 12 pack of crown and colas. And it got a lot expensive and a lot more fucked up real quick. But, uh, 
far as whiskey goes, man, I got this dude that lives in Texas, South Texas, owns his own distillery, sends me bo- like a bottle a month, a Hansford Reserve. Ooh. I have to send you a bottle. It yeah. is like yeah, tell him that. Yeah, shit. yeah, send send me a bottle if you can. Yeah, I'll I'll try. We'll get a little taste test on the show. I got, man. It's like I'm a big caramel guy. I love caramel. And this shit is like drinking caramel from the tap. It is good. I love it. See, I'm weird about that. I don't. It's got to be really good if it's flavored. But yeah, well, it's not flavored. That's the thing. It just it just, just tastes like it's that. just got like a hint to it though. Yeah. Okay. So I see. I can handle that. I don't like like the crown apple, the crown peach. I don't like anything that's flavored. I like the burn of whiskey. Like I like, I like, I like to drink it with Sprite Zero. I can't drink it straight. Like I like, I like that man, and I like just when it lights up just enough. And usually when it's flavored, it, that burn isn't as good. I'll tell. You, and then the aftertaste of a lot of flavored stuff sucks. Oh yeah, it is. Like I used to love crown apple. Love it. After like two drinks, fucking apples. You're just yeah. pretty much drinking apples at this point. It's oof. Can't do it. I got a buddy that swears by the crown peach. I mean, he will go above and beyond, go to four different liquor stores just to find the crown peach. And he brags to everybody like how fucking good it is. <laughs> and, and I'm like, dude, it's he's like the basic white bitch of whiskey. Yeah, drink. it's just like, man, you come on now. You can we can do a little better than this. And shout out to Crown Roll if you want to sponsor the show, though. I'll tell you this. I will drink the fuck out of it. Uh, Dude, you ain't got a sponsor. Just send me a four-pack. That's all I need. Man, shit. Yeah. Well, I don't got to be – well, when you listen to the show, we've got so many sponsors that are like corporate sponsors now that run before, after, and during. And then we got local sponsors and stuff, too. And mm-hmm. one of the ones that, like, I really want is I want a liquor company. But I want, like, a real good distiller – that I already drink their stuff. Like, oh, if, yeah. it, it, like, I don't want it to be where we had one whiskey company approach us before and it was a newer whiskey company. Yeah. It's trash. But <laughs> I like, and then because of me, they weren't going to pay a lot anyway, but then your whiskey's bad on top of that. So yeah. like, I had to make a video with it at one point in time. They asked me to take it down, but like it was me taking a drink and you could clearly see in my face when that whiskey hit your taste buds. It that, wasn't for you. It, it wasn't for me. But I was like, mm, this is good. This is like, <laughs> mate, you did that bitter beer face and shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to stay away from that till like a big boy approaches me. When a big boy approaches me, it'd be a different ball game. Got that right. And I'll tell you what, man, talking about sponsors, the amount of just wild ass fucking companies that reach out to me, it's, it's, it's stupid, man. It's, it'll be like random shit. You know, Orbeez, those little balls. That like blow up with water. It's like a uh, fucking kid's toy. Yeah, I don't know what and, that is. I've never said well, neither did I until they reached out to me. They were like, Do you want to be an Orby sponsor? I'm like, What the fuck is an Orbeez? They were like, It's like a water pellet. I was like, I was like, I'm I don't have you I was like, have you watched my content? Yeah. Like I was like, like my prime base is blue collar construction guys, like grown ass men for the most part. I'm cussing, I'm doing watch. I was like, I don't think I'd be a great uh, brand marketer for your children's toys. Like, I don't think we're, we're going to meet in the middle here. Yeah. And they're see, like, oh, no, you're good. You're good. You figure it out. I'm yeah. Like, I'm, no. I'm a whore. You write a big enough check for a month. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll sponsor a shout out Orbeez. Like, I, I, t- well, it's, it's crazy, though. Like, uh, I got a bunch of big friends, and they'll be like, I'm like well, damn, man, I seen you on that ad the other day. How much they pay you for that? They're like, oh, $40. 
I'm like, whoop you don't get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you're making videos about playing games with ants for forty dollars. He's like, yeah, that's good money. I'm like, we gotta fucking discuss good real quick, yeah. man. Yeah, I've uh, got, yeah. I, I've got my own guidelines, like I'm sure you do. Oh, and I think most folks do. First of all, I don't. I respect the shit out of you and Nunley for this. And there's more people like even Demps. Like Demps has been on the show. I like the hell out of her. I like the people that don't make their content all about the people that are sponsored. Like sending them free stuff and whatever. They'll make yeah. literally what they're supposed to, but it's not so over the top. The people who I don't know if you do the ketones. Do you do the ketones before I say this? No, nah, I don't do it. Okay, okay. I, you don't do it. No. Nah. Okay, I don't either. So like they've they've reached out to me, and I'm sure they've reached out to you too. The people that have to do the ketone stuff, I would love to see what they're getting paid. Because it ends up looking like their whole social media platform is about ketones. I'm telling you, I think it's a bunch of these people are signing these contracts because I've gotten some wild contracts before. That's like, we're going to give you, like, I had one the other day, uh, shit, Thursday last week. They're like, listen, we'll give you $50,000 a quarter out the gate, no ifs, ands, or buts. Here you go. And I was like, well, that's a pretty good deal. I was like, that's great. They sent me the contract over. You have to post six times weekly on every one of your platforms for them. I was like, homeboy, I don't post six times in two weeks. Yeah. Like, I'm not posting six times a week just for you. Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. Well, it ruins your it ruins your brand. It, 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 it does. Yeah. It does. It ru- and I don't understand why people don't get that. This shouldn't be people. If you get oversaturated with the sponsors or business on your social media. Now, like when you listen to my show, I tell folks right off the bat, you have the option of fast forwarding it to about seven minutes in and you will miss the sponsors. I don't want you to miss the sponsors. I love the sponsors. Thank y'all for giving me fucking money. I very much appreciate it. But after you've heard them, if you don't want to hear them again on the next show, because they only change out every 30 days, Mm -hmm. fast forward it. Like you, you can do that. But on Instagram or especially TikTok. Yeah, you can't just fast forward it and go on to the, like. There's no point in it. That's okay. a, that's a tune out factor. Got that right. And then my big thing is, uh, so when I put ads in my videos on Facebook, YouTube, stuff like that, every single ad I do is skippable. No matter what, no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, you don't have to watch any of them if you don't want to. You just got to wait the three seconds and press skip ad. You're good to go. And I I'm gonna get paid regardless because they yep. only need to be watched for three seconds. Yep. So I mean, just skip and go, homie. Hey, look, I love the local businesses that sponsor my show. I would much rather people listen to those than the corporate ones that run because just like you said, we understand. Hey, even if you skip that shit, we're getting paid. I don't, I don't, I listen to Joe Rogan a whole hell of a lot. I don't know what sponsor his show because I know exactly where to tune into every time. Got that right. And I'm telling you what, it's crazy though. It's crazy the amount of shit that people don't know that we go through behind the scenes kind of stuff. It's like after me and you make this little video here talking back and forth, there's a whole fucking other thing to it. By the time you get it uploaded, edited, if any, all kind of shit, you've got hours into every single episode. Like I've got a shit ton of time in every single day's worth of videos and stuff. And people don't understand. We got to have these ads to make it worth it. Yeah, you know? other, otherwise it doesn't do shit for us. I mean, it's, otherwise it's we're just fun. some dumbasses talking. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It is fun, 
And like being able to sit around and bullshit with you boys or whoever's on the show and just have a good time. That's cool as shit. Like I, I enjoy, yeah. I enjoy it. But at the same time, if there's an opportunity there to make money and to actually be able to still do what you like, have conversations that you like, make content that you like, but get paid for it as well, you'd be a moron not to do it. Got that right. And I'll tell you what, there's a bunch of creators out there that go about the whole money thing the really wrong way. They try and do it like real slimy and backdoorish type shit, or they'll just completely and totally ruin their whole entire page and everything to make pennies on the dollars that they could have yeah. made later on down the road if they would have played it out right. Well, there's a lot of, there's something that a lot of folks don't realize too. If, if you're a musician, musicians get mad at other musicians. If that musician undervalues themselves, like for a bar or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that bar owner is going to expect the next musician that they try to book to play for the same price that they do. Same thing happens with creators and content providers and all that kind of stuff. If you get somebody, like you said a while ago, that for $40 a week or whatever does something, yeah. they're going to expect everybody, everybody else. Does. They're setting the bar so low. You know what yeah. there almost needs to be is fucked up as hell. It needs to be like a social media union. It, it needs I'm to, telling you. It needs it, to be I've, like something like some that. People, I've seen some people say that, that social media content creators need to unionize. And then, oh, man, that shit went crazy. I mean, I every person that I've seen go all in and say that shit outright and be serious, I don't see their stuff no more. Yeah, I bet like, you don't. You're not going like to. Like, they're non-existent. Yeah. There's, uh, there's some folks that I had that, that when I first, not when I first started the show, but probably last summer sometime, like you're talking about people that were huge on, uh, YouTube on everything else before TikTok came on. TikTok changed the ball game, but, but, but before that, these people were huge on other platforms. Well, they kind of approached it that way. And mm. now, and now it's like somebody like me, I shouldn't have more followers than this person who has a million or several millions on YouTube and on Facebook. Why yeah. aren't they blowing up on these other platforms? Like, why aren't they not there? Or why is their stuff declining steadily? Yeah. You, you start talking about that shit. It's got a way to put you in your place. Got that right. So I, I got some people that I have followed since I was in high school. I'm talking about for years. And they're just like, they've got like a million followers. Yeah. 1.2 million followers. I've been doing this for like two years now and I've accumulated like over 6 million across yeah. all my shit. And I've gotten to meet them and talk to them, which is fucking awesome. Since then, I've, I've always asked them the same thing. I'm like, why in the fuck am I bigger than you? And you've been doing this for eight years. Like what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. They're like, well, they just keep, well, money's not really in and anything past this point. And I'm like, what in the actual hell are you talking about here? I'm like, the bigger you are, the bigger brain you yourself is. Like, the more followers you have, the more money you'll make. They're like, no, we're happy with what we got. We're just not putting any more effort out for it. I'm like, what in the hell's wrong with y'all? Well, I think with some of them, like, there's two that did my show last year that I'm a, still a big fan of, and I still like very much. Ginger Billy. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I like the hell out of Ginger Billy. He – I think he's got it down pat to where he's even crossed over to start doing like stand up and other stuff like that. He's progressed to where he, he is. So he's got his he's got a lot of eggs and a lot of different baskets. Adam's Adam is cool as shit to me. Like I really, really thank the world of him. And then I had Catfish uh, Cooley on. Catfish mm -hmm. Cooley 
to me, he's kind of like stayed in his own lane and just yeah. has done his own thing. And he's one of those that when I see on some platforms that I'm getting more views or I'm getting more attention than he is, it's just like, how this dude's hilarious. This dude, this dude is funny. But also if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you don't progress the character or you don't push it forward and try to do other things. Like you're gonna eventually drown. TikTok's gonna end one day, just like I blew up off of Snapchat to start off yeah. with. Everything stops eventually. I don't know what the next what the next form of all this shit is. I, I ain't got a clue because TikTok it seems like it ain't going nowhere right now. No, it's it's just kind of stalled out. It's like, you know, it's becoming what YouTube and Facebook is. It's there, it is what it is. That's all it is. Well, so many people blew up because of COVID too. So many, oh, yeah. pe so many people because they were at home and everything all the time. But I think to where some people and it is stalling, because like I went from averaging probably adding a small portion of what you add every week. I was adding like ten to twenty thousand followers a week. Yeah. Like if I put out videos, I don't put out videos every week. Like if I feel like I want to put out something, I put it out. And I'll go a week or two at a time without doing anything. And I've got so many account warnings on mine anyway. Like it's, <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to take the bitch anyway. The, oh, and, I don't, I don't care, but I, I don't see how where COVID and everything made all these people. You're seeing the people that have actually real talent. Now, people that are funny, like you, Nunley, Demps, uh, Kelsey still blowing up. I'm just naming people that's been on the show. Um, yeah. like people that are actually good at what they do. Like you're not, you're not following a trend. Yeah. You're, you're making trends. You're making or, your own thing. Yeah. yeah. See, that's where like with most folks, they don't get that. You've got people that's got a million followers, but all they do is a trendy dance. They don't provide content. Or they, don't, they just fucking mouth the words of somebody else's yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you what though. It's crazy though. Talking about account warnings, man. I can't tell you how many times my account has been in the red account warning, little check mark thing. It is unreal. So I sent my verification request in again for like the 14th time the other day. And they denied me again today. They sent me an email back and they're like, we're denying you because your account isn't big enough and you're not unique. And I emailed back. I was like, first off, I got like four something million on here. And I don't really know many other people that do blue collar construction comedy that are bigger than me. I was like, I, I'm not really sure what's going on here. They were like, well, you're just really not big enough. I was like, motherfuckers. You got to love them, man. TikTok, they stay on that bullshit 99% of the time. Well, and what's crazy about mine, my, my thing has said an account warning for yeah. at least four or five months now. At yeah. le least. And every time, though, that somebody gets one of my videos took down for community guidelines or whatever, I appeal it. And probably nine times out of ten, it gets put back up there. So my account warnings that are sitting there saying it's like it's fucking stupid to me. Maybe only four or five videos yeah. have have been against community guidelines. It's people reporting your shit for no reason, but yet they still want to make me look like the bad guy. I'm telling you, say what I used to get a bunch of videos taken down because I would stitch somebody else's video of like a piece of equipment or something on fire, you know, trying to say one of my characters fucked it up, you know. Well, that video would get taken down and they would flag my account because of it. And I'd be like, well, it's not my fucking video. I just stitched it. So and they were like, nope, your fault. 
And then I would see it later on back on the original account. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how's this shit work? Yeah, there was a there was a video and my account got like blocked for a I don't know, it was almost a month or whatever posting. If it was that long, it might have been just a week, I don't remember. But it was a dude who had a I don't know what you can call them. It's like gymnast bars set up on yeah. the edge of a cliff and the gymnast bars broke and he went over the video had like 1.7 million views. Likes I was, it had clearly been up for a while. And I had saw another video that was like a, this person had built a whole ass sex dungeon around his bedroom. <laughs> that was a swing set and everything. And yeah. I, and I just like did a voiceover on it or like it, green screen or whatever and i was like a second i get this in my bedroom this is what i'm gonna look like and it was <laughs> and it was the gymnast going off of the fucking cliff or whatever after just pieced together and like they i got the thing from them community violence uh violation because of uh i don't know whatever it is where it's like self-harm oh now, yes, and i was like are you fucking kidding me like this is hilarious this oh, is so. fucking funny. Anytime I make any sexual reference at all, and like even with y'all the other day when y'all did the video, and I was like, I don't see the the outlet in the back, but I see something I stick a three prong into. Talking yeah. about the shocker, I was like, you know what? This is gonna get took down in two days if it doesn't get took down in two minutes. Like I knew it was gonna happen. I can't. I don't know why there's so many salty ass people out there just want to go around, and it's almost like the amount of jealousy. It's just so over the top. That it is, is, it is bad. These people have got to be miserable, dude. Yeah. So, I, so what the craziest thing about talking about jealousy, man, I have other big creators. Well, just really one, well, two that just absolutely hate me. They like make bashing videos about me all the time. Like pretty much they have like three or four videos of their regular content. And then it'll be a video bashing somebody. Three or four yeah. videos of their regular content, video bash somebody. Well, here lately, one of them, he's been bashing the shit out of me uh, because I made a video the other day talking about people who work an 80-hour work week and make sure that they keep their bills on a 40-hour paycheck are going to be a lot happier than people that are working an 80-hour work week and spending 80 hours worth of money every single week. I tried to tell people because eventually you're not going to be able to work 80 hours every single week. So you need to watch fuck finances and spend what you need to when you have to. Don't fucking blow your money every week. And boy, that sent one of them off. I'm talking about sent him over the fucking edge. Yeah, that uh, I've seen. I haven't seen anybody attacking you, but I saw this one dude who uh, I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want to give him any like notoriety or whatever. I saw yeah. him, saw him talking about Justin the other day, really? and yeah, and I was just like, what the fuck? And he was just pretty much saying like that the listen thing had got old and every video is exactly the same or whatever. And I started to, and I didn't do it because I just don't like dealing with bullshit. I started, yeah. I started to stitch or whatever this guy's video because he reminded me of everybody that is so fucking salty out there. That is okay. that are so like, they're jealous of what you can do. A lot mm -hmm. of people want to bring you down at their level because they can never reach yours. Yeah. And that's what some of these people are doing. They really just want to roast your ass because they know they can't be your ass. And then, like, uh, I was thinking about stitching that other guy. He'd been bashing the shit out of me. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I ain't going to give him his minute of fame. I was like, because then people are going to go over there, check his shit out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'll just unfollow him. Just yep. fucking kick him out of my mind. Won't give a fuck about it. And, man, 
I went back to his account, like right after I'd unfollowed him, just to see if he was still bashing me. The amount of people that are in the comments section telling him that he needs to get back on his meds, man. You're off your fucking rocker. That dude obviously doesn't give a fuck what you're talking about. Like you're wasting your time and our time making this dumb bashing content for no reason. It's like everybody on there, you know, they always talk about kids being keyboard warriors and shit. The amount of grown adults that have turned into keyboard warriors, it's fucking crazy. I had to just do a show on, I did a show on Friday. I ask our listeners a lot. Hey, I don't follow a lot of people on social media. If you, if I follow anything on TikTok, it's pimple popping, pulling ingrown toenails. It's <laughs> it's a half naked bitch dancing because yeah. I'm a grown ass single man, or it's it's comedy or country music. Outside of that, I don't know most people. When I say comedy, somebody like you, Justin, but also like I follow Rogan, I follow Chappelle, I follow like anything that shows anything of Richard Pryor or Robin Williams, anything like oh, yeah. that. I don't follow these people that say that they're comedians because most yeah. of the folks that say they're comedians, I don't think I could do stand up. I don't think I could, but I think I could do it fucking better than them. <laughs> I, 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 cause they're fucking horrible. They're, they're yeah. not original either. Like nothing about them is original. They're stealing somebody else's punchlines. They're quoting movies. They're doing bullshit. Like it's, it's, it's stupid. Oh, talking about stand-up comedy, man. I got invited to a big creator. They were going to get like 10 or 12 creators that do what I do, kind of, to go do their own comedy show one time. My man, when I tell you I watched it on live because I didn't want to go, I I wasn't ready to go out there. I didn't want to do a stand-up 20-minute bit. You know, I wasn't ready for that. Man, when I tell you it was a fucking train wreck. Yeah. It was like they're, like, they got out there for the first five minutes. They were like, I'm famous on this platform. Go check me out. And then it was just fucking terrible. One of them did an airline joke. And I was like, this, this motherfucker just, what's wrong with airlines? Jeez. I was like, man, this is fucking rough. Yeah. Like, it was like your friends telling shitty jokes at the golf course. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. So I have turned down like twice. Not, and that's, that's clearly not a lot of times, but I've been asked to go do stuff. And speak at shit. Now, like, I used to do the political stuff, like go speak for people that were around here that are running for, uh, like, some kind of political office in Georgia. And that's how I got hooked up with some certain people. Well, I don't mind doing stuff like that, but doing comedy is the hardest thing to do in front of people. And there's there's a lot of folks that think that they just can go out and do it. And what even drives me nuts, like even worse, is these people that don't do nothing but like dance and shit. And then they're like going to charge people $50 a ticket to go watch them. And then they're just going to dance on stage or tell shitty jokes or whatever. It's It's like, do you realize what a fucking tool you look like right now? I'm telling you. And you know, it's just so fucking bad that they're like, Oh, it's so fucking bad because they make everybody else that's going to go do this seem like a total fucking shit show. Yeah. Because they're promoting the shit out of their self and selling $50 tickets and putting on a terrible fucking show. This guy over here selling $10 tickets and putting effort into it might not get anybody to come because the motherfucker did it last weekend. Yeah. You just, it puts a bad taste. Too many of these folks, in my opinion, think that they're bigger than they are. They don't realize why they have the following that they do. If it was not for the algorithm and if it was not for the trends that somebody else mm. started off with, you wouldn't be shit. 
Like yeah. you, you, you wouldn't be. Uh, I don't much care, and and he doesn't much care for me. We've done a show together back in the day. I don't think he's a bad dude. We've made up since then, since about four or five years ago. Uh, Adam Calhoun, do you know who that is? Oh, I know who he is. Okay, so me and Adam, we're not we're not boys or nothing, but we we know each other and everything. Yeah. And he said on social media one time, and uh, I respect the shout him for this. He said he said. TikTok is giving people pretty much a false sense of fame. It's mm-hmm. letting people that are just going along with the wave that was already created. It's like it's the easiest platform to grow a following on. Mm-hmm. And he, he's right. Like, I, I'd i be the first one to tell you, I wish I could say the dude was right. But the dude is, he's authentic. He's real. He, he's, he's whatever he is, but he's an honest-ass person. And I can respect yeah. him for that. But there's these folks on there that don't realize, like, you you can't you can't do this like you created your characters there's other mm-hmm. people that have created their own stuff to where you have became the trend like nobody can actually do what you do yeah and if they did do what you did they're a fucking copycat and everybody's gonna give them shit about it well there, there's a there's a good couple other people that literally after i've started have made their own accounts and they do literally the exact same yeah. fucking thing like they will use my videos damn near word for word. Like I'll make a video. I made a video about uh, energy drinks the other day, like two days ago, and two of them, two of the other guys have already made an energy drink video, like fucking yesterday in the day. And it's like, and people will tag me in their shit, and they'll be like, "So was this like fucking the knockoff version? This like great value brand <laughs> over here?" And, like, and but some of their shit is really good, really funny shit. But it's like, you know, come on now. You, you could have at least changed it a little bit. One of one of the guys, he even used the same fucking names and the same filters. I was like, I was like, come on, man. I was like, it takes you give them a different fucking name, you know. Hey, look, when somebody sees something that's working, they're yeah. gonna fucking do it because they just automatically assume that you're killing it. And you are, you're doing very well. But like they automatically assume that they can do what you do, and then that little ego in their head saying, "But I can do it better." They don't yeah. realize they don't realize that the original creator of it, person yeah. that comes up with the stuff, there's a reason why you have the following that you do. You don't have to That's sit there right. and overthink your situations or overthink what you're going to do. It comes natural to you because you created the characters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, these there's some morons out there, man. That's why I, I've been telling folks so much lately is you got all these people that pretend to be perfect on social media. They don't mm-hmm. put their flaws out there. They don't do whatever. They don't, especially like me. I want you to see me as a piece of shit. Like, I yeah. want you to see me as not a great person. But when I do something good, I want that to be what surprises you. You've got mm-hmm. so many folks that act like, oh, I'm never going to make a mistake. I'm just I'm just such a good guy. And then the second something happens, they have this long fall from grace. And it's they can't get back to that that the top where they were or get back to where the position that they were. And I don't want to be perceived as that. I want to be the everyday dude that's loud, that's obnoxious, that has fun. I get people to come on here. Or in my comment section, they'll be like, you're just a womanizer. You're just saying this stuff to get laid. <laughs> I am 34 years old and single. Fuck yeah, I'm saying some stuff to get laid. Like, right. Yeah, I don't care. Like it, Some of the stuff I say comes from the heart and it comes from a real authentic place. But if it gets me laid along the way, 
Or if I get to go out and drink with some awesome people or make some cool-ass friends along the way, even if sex or nothing like that's involved, there's not a loss for me. I'm not sitting here telling you that the next person I go out on a date with, I'm going to marry. I'm sitting yeah. here telling you, I'm going to go get fucked up, go dance, and go listen to some country music. And some nasty shit happen. I'm fine with it. I'll tell you, I love people that comment on my shit and tell, call me I'm a sellout. Like, they're like, you're a fucking sellout, man. I, I posted on Facebook today my links for my other social medias, you know, my link tree or whatever, just yeah. to tell people, if you want to go follow me here, whatever you can, here's the link. A couple people been asking. Somebody commented on there, you're a fucking sellout, man. And I, 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 fucking, I was like, what? So I commented back. I was bored. Yeah. I was like, I was like, look, man, I don't really know if you know the definition of a fucking sellout, but promoting yourself. It's pretty far from fucking being a sellout. He was like, you got links in there selling all kind of shit. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. T-shirts of mine, fucking my hats, you know, my hard hat sticker shit. Like, I was like, I'm promoting myself. Yeah. I, I had somebody, uh, this Nashville party bus or whatever, extreme party bus or whatever that we're going on this thing with. A couple weeks before I did the show with them, or maybe it was like earlier in the summer, uh, yeah. Demps and Kelsey and all that big group that they have, they went on this party bus, uh, with the same company, invited them out. And anyway, people were giving all of them shit on Reddit. I don't read Reddit. I don't even know how to fucking get to Reddit. And yeah, yeah, fuck Reddit. And there were people that were sitting there giving the owner that was with us at the time when we did the show, like giving her shit and giving these other people that are good, genuine people shit because, yeah. oh, you only had them on there to promote your business and all this other shit. And I was like, uh, uh yeah. fucking course. Like, yeah, why the why fuck not? not? Why wouldn't you? Do they not yeah. understand how fucking business is? Like, it, I, I'm having you on today because I like you. But also, it's good for you. It's good for me. Like we're, yeah. we're we're on two different sides here. Like I'm I'm music and podcast, your comedy and social media. It's mm. a good mix for both of us. Even if all either one of us gain, let's just say ten more potential listeners or ten more potential viewers, at that little of a number, that is also yeah. the that's also the chance of one more customer. Like that's I'm not doing this shit for my health. Well, I love it. I, like what, I don't think I don't think people understand that what we do is a fucking it's a business. Yeah. At the end of the day, when we go to sleep in the fucking at night, this is a fucking business. Yeah. We enjoy it. We have fun with it. We profit from it. We prosper. We have a great fucking time. But it is a business. Yeah. We wouldn't do it to this extent if it didn't make us money. You know what I would do if it didn't make me money? I would post the shit that I really want to post on TikTok. Exactly. The shit that would blow the fuck up in a heartbeat from me being a complete asshole. I'll tell you. It would get took down within 30 seconds. <laughs> but if it didn't, if TikTok was where you could literally post whatever you wanted to on it. It'd be fucking wildfire. It'd, it'd be crazy. the, oh my God, it'd be the best thing ever. It, it would literally be a thousand times better than what it is. People like you that is a creative person, people like me that are creative, we're completely two different creatives, but the people that like us that are creative, man, mm. there's videos I see all the time. I saw this one the other day where they're doing all this, uh, like Bama rush stuff from the sororities and everything. Oh, doing it. it's everywhere. Oh man. my God. Let me tell you, there's these two white girls 
and they did this dance. And you know these bitches didn't learn that dance at the country club. Like, yeah. the, the way that they were throwing them hips and stirring the pot and cooking up the crack and everything that they were doing in the song, I commented on the video. And I was like, look, these two bitches just killed it. But their dads are not paying tuition anymore. Like, <laughs> there's no way. They just found out she'd been to the trap. Like, oh, shit dude. like that. And I was like, you know, I'm going to make this video. I'm going to make this video right now. But the second I did, I knew somebody was like, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> and like all this kind of stuff. And it's like, no, you don't learn that fucking dance in the way. And I, I ain't got nothing against anything like that. I, I love black girls. I love everybody. I'm, I, I don't have a preference when it comes to women. So like, that's why it's, I think it's funny for me to say that kind of stuff because I'm not racist. Yeah. And I was trying to make the point, but then I knew the second I posted it, that's all you were going to get. Or you would get the other side of it. And you'd get this extreme honky son of a bitches that would yeah. be like, fuck yeah, white power and all that type of shit. <laughs> like shit like that. And it's like, I don't want to fucking feed into that either. I get fucking comments all the time. And people are like, why don't you have a black character? And I'll, and I'll, I'll fucking try and tell them. I'm like, well, all the characters are me. So yeah. Oh, what, what the fuck? You, I mean, is blackface an option now because you want a black character? Boy, you get canceled. It would be funny. I know good goddamn well it'd be I mean, funny, it, brother. But I wouldn't last 10 it, fucking minutes. No, everybody take it wrong. Yeah. The, the, there would be so many people take it wrong. But it's so like I'm my favorite comedians of all time is Richard Pryor's number one, Chappelle's number two. Yeah. And they could talk all the shit in the world about different cultures, different races, and everything. Because people knew it wasn't coming from a bad place. Yeah. Me and you, we don't have enough. We couldn't do that. We no. can't do it. We can't do Could it. Could not do it. And Could it's because it. people don't know us well enough. They know your characters. They know me from the show. I've made some some stupid fucking jokes on here, but yeah. like there there's certain lines that you know not to cross until you get to a certain place. Bill Burr is hilarious to me, and I just heard this whole fucking set that he did uh, from this past weekend or past couple months at Red Rock, and like in the day and age we live in, I was like, are you shitting me? He had enough <laughs> balls to get up there and do that? I'm telling you, man, fucking race, religion, politics, you're walking down yeah. a fucking red clay road and white cowboy boots, son. I'm talking about fresh snakeskin. You are fucking up. Yeah. You take one wrong step, it's over. Yeah, it's done, dude. When I first started the show, it was called Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. Like because yeah. I wanted people to be able to come on this show and just like that song from Sammy Kershaw, uh, let's talk about politics, religion, or her. Anything but politics, religion, and her. I wanted people to get the play on words that I did there to where you could talk about whatever you wanted to on this show. Like yeah. nothing was off limits. Whatever that didn't mean that's what the show was about. But the fact that that was the name of the show until January of this year, when my sponsors was like, "Dude, you got to change that." We're like, yeah. "You're, you're going to make way more money if you change it." Just go to the Josh Terry podcast. You, you got to tread whatever. Lightly. Yeah, they were like, "Look, you've not done a single show that has really offended a large mass of people yet." I have pissed some people off, but yeah. it's not enough for it fucking mattered. And the second I changed it to just the Josh Terry podcast, we changed the logo and everything behind it. And all that kind of stuff. There were musicians and there was other people that I didn't have to explain to them anymore. Once you have to explain the idea of your show, yeah. you, they're, they're not coming on it. They're yeah. like, because they think they were going to have to talk about politics or religion with me. And yeah. I never saw that side. I was like, why the fuck do they think? And then 
I got it. And so now we get people that we would have never got before. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, it's the little shit like that. You know what I mean? Like people take it for what the fuck is on the cover of the book 99% of the time. Like when I, when I started my page for shit, I had like 300,000 followers and that was it. My profile picture was me, like a picture of me. I changed my profile picture to over my logo with a hard hat on it. Immediately fucking blew up. Yeah. I'm talking about the hard hat changed everything. I started saying, I started doing straight construction shit instead of just doing dumb jokes by myself. I made a whole entire uh, cast of people by myself, different views and stuff like that. When I went from just telling dumb jokes to telling dumb jokes about myself with fucking construction in it, oh, it was a whole different ballgame. Man, and you just said the perfect thing, too. You have to pick on yourself. Like, you have to give yourself shit. I believe that if you give yourself the most shit and then you start fucking with other people, too, that's when you blow up because people don't want you just to make fun of folks. I've always been surprised with Nunley that he hasn't got, and I don't ever want him to because I love what he does, but I've always thought this dude has to catch the most shit. Like stitching just a little bit of the video. Oh, yeah. But he figured out a way to do it to where people love it. And if that had been me, I just know oh. that I come off wrong. I come off 100% like just full-blown dickhead. He's got a talent to where it's smooth when he does it. He just he just rolls in. He's part of the video. If yeah. me or you were to do what he does, the only fucking comment we'd get would be like, you're stealing fucking content. That's exactly that's exactly You're just stealing it. it. You're man. popping it off other people's work. That's what we did. I know. He he's smooth with it, man. I can't. Yeah. yeah. And then like the fact that a lot of folks, you, him, some other people have turned in their I, I don't like the word gimmick, but it is like what you came up with to make your stuff work. You've yeah. turned it into a whole brand. You turn it into a yeah. whole business to where now when people look at you. They, they they probably call you by your character's name probably just as much as they call your name. But it, most people, most people really that I meet, run into, meet me in public, recognize me anything, nobody knows my name. I'm just the boss. That's yeah. it. Nobody knows shit. And yeah. then like, uh, so I was on, I took my buddy as weld machine up to a job like a couple months back. Man, I pulled onto the job site at shift change. And there was just a shit ton of people. Though. Is that the fucking boss? Is that Ricky? All kind of shit. Because I was in my truck. I got a big-ass Ricky sticker on my truck. And people were tripping shit. Nobody knew my name. Nobody had any fucking idea who I was. All I knew was the character. That was it. Yeah, I had for the longest time the bearded bastard face yeah. uh, on all my stuff. And I had to take it off. Yeah. Like, I won't, I won't, which I haven't been called that in years. But I won't put it back on anything or even use that logo because people didn't know my name. Like when I, when I went to for my first interview in radio, yeah, they asked me straight up. I was like, well, uh, you're going to have to change your name going into this. Cause we can't say bearded bastard. We can call you BB or whatever. I was like, no, if I'm fucking taking this step and ever like this yeah, step and getting moving better, on from that, yeah, yeah, you're calling me Josh Terry. Yeah. Like, and they were like, well, people are not going to know you. And I'm like, well, fuck them. If they, yeah. if they can't see it's just me with a different name, like I have to drop this for radio, then I don't want them to probably follow me because they're morons. Exactly. Most folks really do not know that I'm the same character. Like they don't know that I play all the characters. Like God, I will meet ridiculous. 
it is. I will meet people. Over half the people I meet, like they'll be like, "Hey, man, good to meet you. Can we take a picture?" And then I'll be like, "Was Roscoe here?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, he's here. He's about him. Like, well, we're gonna wait for him." Boy, that's I'm crazy. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I was making a fucking joke here, but I'm Roscoe. Yeah. Well, no, he's older, man. He's way older than you. I'm like, it's a Geez. filter. Yeah. Then I gotta explain to him what Snapchat filters are. Yeah. And it, it won't, and it really won't be old folks. It'll be like guys in their twenties, guys in their thirties. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, my man? Like you grew up with this. Dude. So uh, if you go look at my Instagram or anything, I'm around a lot of women and yeah. 99.9% .9 of them are just friends. Nothing's ever happened. Whatever. The guys in their early twenties that yeah. are just fucking morons and like my show is like 80 percent women that listen anyway these guys in their early 20s every time i'm at a bar or whatever it never ever fails the dudes are like hey man you must get laid 24 hours <laughs> a day non-stop these women are beautiful and they're talented like what do we got to do like can you introduce them to some of us they don't realize like half these bitches are married and yeah. like th their husband's the one taking the picture it's our career like i'm surrounded around the reason why i don't have a bad reputation with women is first off if you're married you're off limits regardless i'm not flirting with you i ain't buying i got one friend i'll buy her a drink because she's just in country music and we're buddies yeah. outside of that if you're married your husband can buy your ass shit i ain't, <laughs> I, ain't I ain't buying you nothing unless i buy your husband a drink too and he's there yeah. with us uh, that's, that's right. it but these guys they don't understand it people really think that the stuff that we put out on social media is 100 us all the time the stuff that i put on social media is me but it's me turned up to fucking 10 i'm yeah. not at a 10 all the time that right. I, I'll tell you, it's crazy. So, like, when I was just meeting and shit, women will come up to me, and everybody just assumes I'm single because, you know, I never really do nothing about my wife. Yeah. And when they're, they're walking, are you single? I'm like, no, it's my wife right here. She's, she's going to take the picture of us together for you. Like, this is her right here. And they'll be like, oh, we didn't know you were married. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, does it matter? Yeah. And they're like, they're like, well, we just thought, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you thought that we were going to do, but uh, <laughs> and we weren't. Hey, look, I'm the piece of shit that takes advantage of that. I would expect you to, because uh, you're married <laughs> and everything. But look, I am one of those. First off, I was the ugly kid in high school. Yeah. I was, I didn't, if you go back and you look at pictures of me without a beard, without, you know, I'm not in shape by any means, but I'm in a little bit better shape than I was back a couple years ago. I take advantage of the situation, but I tell the women beforehand, it's like, look, I used to say I'm not putting you on social media if we're dating, we're talking or whatever, because it just makes yeah. it weird. And then you got to explain to everybody if you don't work out or whatever. And I ain't about it. Like, that's the one part of my life that I keep private. Like if I'm seeing somebody or whatever, the only person that really needs to know it is her and my friend's and my family because yeah. pe people will ruin that shit in a heartbeat they will Please. be all over you and trying to drive you there's a lot of women everybody says men are the worst but oh, not even there no women women in, will put out yep women will put out so much fucking effort to fuck something up yep it is unreal so 
I used to have to fucking like people would message me and be like, what's your address? And I would give my PO box number because usually they'd want to send me like a hard hat sticker or a hat or, you know, some something like, OK, here you go. Now I have to ask, what are you sending me first? Because I'm not going to give it to you if it's something fucking crazy. Because mm-hmm. I got on a run there where I was making uh, I was making like sexual dating kind of videos about dating jokes and uh, fine bitches and blah, 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 blah. Somehow I got into his little criteria where women were sending me dirty panties yeah. for like a month straight. <laughs> and I was, because I had made it, I had made a joke about that, about dirty panties in the mail. And that's how we used to get it on. You know, my old character, he's like, we'd telegram a titty pic and a heartbeat, some dumb shit like that. And I started getting dirty underwear in the fucking, I'm, son, I'm talking about son, these were fucking sailing kites. These bitches were units. And they were not just worn on a daily basis. These motherfuckers been on for a month. They made the stank count when they put in that envelope. Damn. So I had to like go full on and really wind that content back because women are crazy. They are psycho. They will do some off the wall shit just because they want to on a random day. Man, they're insane. Uh, I, I've seen it. If I if I am lonely and ain't fucking with nobody, yeah. nobody touches me. Now I'm talking about this dries the Sahara Desert. <laughs> you let me post something that looks like I'm even slightly into somebody or slightly romantic with someone. Like come out of the woodwork. Oh my God, there's a thousand bitches that's mad that I'm not paying them attention <laughs> that I didn't know that wanted my attention. Yeah. They're like, oh, I guess it's just not my time anymore, huh? Or yeah. I messaged you some dumb shit. Oh, and then they blow, they post stuff constantly all over your social media. Oh, and, yeah. and then, like, you got to explain to the person you're with or whatever. It's like, I don't know why the fuck they're doing this. Like, yeah. they, they literally are insane. But I've only, out of like, out of like six million followers or whatever I got put together, I've only had two straight up psychotic ass women really full on go all out and like message my wife saying good luck honey because i'm fucking coming for it and i'm like motherfucker son and i'm talking about it was crazy because my wife was like do you know this girl i was like yes i do she comments on every single video every single post on every single platform multiple times all the time i was like i know exactly that is and it's crazy because some of them will go fucking all out Message my wife, done friend requested my mom, all kind of shit. Yeah, dude, it's it's insane. Uh I I just don't see why people are like they it makes shit hard. I'm glad you and your wife got a good relationship though. It seems like y'all are like oh, really good. She thought it was hilarious. She laughed when we got our first pair of dirty panties in the mail and they were like 42 inch waistband panties. That's my panties. You, yeah, she <laughs> she laughed. So motherfucking hard that it was unreal. I'm talking about these are like quadruple XL granny panties with a shit stain in the back <laughs> and a love letter. She laughed so fucking hard for so long. I thought I was going to have to take this bitch to the hospital because she was hyperventilating. Hold on just a second. I got to piss real quick. All right, Jen. Oh, you got a nice ass chair back there. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You didn't ru- even say that thing, did you? Good nah. job. Well, I didn't want to rush us ending this, and I was over here doing the piss dance. <laughs> I was like, "Well, shit, I know we're fit to be done in just a second, but I didn't want to like, hey, bye, motherfuckers, because <laughs> I had to piss so bad. That's what I'll do to like a boring ass show. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry if any of that previous shows listening to me say that, by the way. But <laughs> hey, look, when I got to go, I got to go. I'm old now. That bladder yeah. ain't that bladder ain't what it used to be. It's been scarred. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, we're going to, have to get together sometime soon, though, man. I'm on. I'm being. I know I got a bunch of events coming up. I'm being LS Fest in Kentucky uh, in September. I'm going to Bristol in September. Uh, so that's up near you. And then obviously I got SEMA out in November in Vegas. I got something coming up in North Carolina. So I'm going to have to pass right by you when I go to North Carolina. Well, I'm in I'm in Georgia, but I'm in Nashville a lot too. Like it, I'm about 50-50 now. Yeah. Um, so I tr- but drive yeah. across the whole state, all the southern states when I go up the coast. How, how far are you away from Nashville? six and a half hours okay so you're about as far as i am yeah, yeah. i bet i think i think i've looked it up for we're like a perfect triangle from my house to your house to nashville yeah. is like seven 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 or something like yeah. that well i'll tell you this before we get off here if you don't have anything going on the 31st or the first we're already getting a big ass airbnb and everything in nashville because we're doing that event with the bus uh, and then we're doing also a show right there at Live Oak on stage and everything. Uh, you and your wife are more than welcome to to come to that. Uh, if y'all don't have anything going on those days, I don't know. You might be you know doing some cupcake work somewhere <laughs> or, or making some videos. But, hey, if you're free, uh, you're our guest and everything. But, uh, yeah, we'll get together. We'll play some golf and everything. I want to – there's too many folks that, that I know that I've got to meet from Arkansas. Uh, yeah. So one of the guys that's done the – has done the show with us a lot lately he's from arkansas his name's little skinny it's ethan uh i can't ever say ethan's last name he's been on american idol and everything but he lives in nashville now but he's real good friends with john daly now like he's writing some of john's albums so just seems like everybody that we've came in contact with lately has been from arkansas yeah and and so you gotta get out this way man i will dude i don't know why i don't have a good reason why i hadn't been out that way but yeah, but anyway, so dude, uh, thank you for taking time doing this. Drop your social media links real fast. And then uh, when we get done with this, you know, if you could share it, I'd appreciate it. Hey, for sure, my man. Hey, look, if anybody wants to find out who I am, all you got to do is go to any social media platform, type in Ricky and the boss. Red Stick Ricky, Roughneck Roscoe, the boss man, anything like that, you're going to be able to find me real quick and easy. He's the big motherfucker. Justin told me to tell you that you hug real good and you look like a fucking bear. That you are a big motherfucker. So. I, and I'll tell you what, everybody always is like super surprised that I'm a big guy. But I'm like 6'2", 300 pounds, and I'm in decent shape. Like I look like it. Yeah, I'm not like a – everybody assumes I'm like five foot seven and 380. I don't know why. I how, don't know why. How people big? Are so, some people are so amazed when they meet me. How big is Nunley? I just – I, I want to be taller than Nunley. I want to say – I don't want to – Fuck, I don't want to say he's short. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, he's like, I would say he's like a really, really tall 5'10. Oh, fuck, you might be taller because I'm 5'10. So he's like a he's like a really tall. You know how you got like a really short 5'10 where a motherfucker might be, he might be 5'10, but he don't look 5'10. Yeah. Well, he he's definitely 5'10. Or he's got more. A, He's got that slender looking shit. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. not. If, I'm I'm stocky. Yeah. If you look at the uh, Instagram selfie uh, that we took together, whatever, you can automatically tell like he's up to my shoulder. Like he, I'm a lot taller than he is. Like it makes him look like he's like five foot five, but he's not. He, he's a normal size guy. 
the guy who wrote or one of the guys that wrote Dick Down in Dallas is one of our yeah. which Trey Lewis is our buddy too, but Matt McKinney. Matt McKinney is six fucking seven. There's a Dude, picture God. of me and him standing on stage together. And he makes me look like I am a little person. I <laughs> I I won't take pictures with you motherfuckers no more. I took my buddy, my buddy who owns uh BT uh BT Walters. Um, he owns Dairy Lane. Me and him was just together Saturday night at Musky Nine Bloodlines concert. And BT's like six five, six yeah. three to six five, three hundred something pounds. He's an offensive lineman. Uh, that's what he looks like anyway. And the picture of me and him standing next to each other, people were like messaging me, and I was like, "How fucking big is this guy? And what angle is this at?" Because I'm not the, I'm not a small, I'm not short, short. But yeah. five nine five ten is where I'm at, and that's on a good day when my back ain't hurting. Yeah, yeah, dude, you tall motherfuckers. I'm, I got, I'm standing on stools next to y'all from now on. I'll tell you, people. My, my wife's like four eleven. I've seen that y'all like you put her in your fucking pocket. That's what I'm saying. So she's like four eleven, like ninety five pounds, soaking wet. So it's like when me and her go out together, people will be like, "What the fuck's going on here, guy?" Like. You, you couldn't buy one your fucking size, son? I don't want one my size. I, yeah. I, I, I got a thing for those little ones, those little short yeah. ones. I like short and <laughs> thick. That's what I like. Yeah, like it, it blows people's mind, though. Like, I shop in the tall section. I wear wide boots. I, I fucking got to wear it. My, my pants are 36 long. So yeah. it's like, you know, I'm, I'm a bigger guy. And it just blows fucking people away. It blows them away on under meat grits. They're like, damn. This is crazy because I'll be walking through a crowd and I can see over 80% of the people there. And that's how people are recognized because I'm the only motherfucker that can see over over everybody. Yeah. I wear 32s. So now I hate (laughs) you a little bit more because that means you've got at least four inches on me. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, well, dude, man, I appreciate you doing the show and hanging out for a little bit. We'll get together soon. Uh, If y'all can make it to Nashville at the beginning of another month, y'all come on. But hey, also too, I messaged Justin. Well, we've been messing it the whole time. Uh, the 6th through the 12th, I'll be down at PCB. A lot of us from social media and songwriters in Nashville and everything. And uh, we're going to play some golf. So maybe, you know, you get a wild hair in your ass. I might slide down and catch 18 with y'all. Hey, come on. Me, you, and him, and my buddy Dustin here, and all of us playing a scramble together or something. Well, I can only imagine the shit that would be taught. I've got a great idea for a podcast, and I'm going to call it the Back Nine Series when I start doing it. It's when me and some folks get shit-faced hammered. Because that that trash talking you have with your buddies on a golf course should be documented. It should be. The back back people off their drive challenge is one of the best TikTok trends I've ever seen. God, yes. That's I love it. I love it. They get nasty with it. We would have to, boy. I could only imagine what the fuck we would say to each other. It, I I don't think you could air it all. I don't think you could. You'd have to censor it. Oh, uh, you fucking would definitely. But anyway, dude. Well, you have a good night up in Arkansas. I appreciate doing the show and and everything. Is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Nah, my man. Always good talking to you, and I'll be back before you know it. Yes, sir. Well, folks, thank y'all for listening to the Josh Cherry Podcast. I'll catch y'all next time.